Magic Detective, starring the world's greatest magician, Blackstone. He tells you the inside story of The Vanishing Pearl. And right after the story, Blackstone will explain tricks that you yourself can perform. Reveal the guarded secrets of the world's greatest living magician. Magic Detective. There's another one. Quick, catch it, Rhoda. Yeah, I've got it. Oh, there it goes into the bowl with the others. How many have you there, Rhoda? Four. Then I'll get a couple more. What under the sun are you doing waving that fish pole around, Blackstone? He's fishing, Don. Oh, don't give me any of that. He's standing right in the middle of the room. He's not fishing. There's nothing around him but air. You ought to know by now, Don Hancock, that Blackstone is a very unusual man. Anybody can catch fish in water. That's simple. Mm, but I catch fish out of the air. Oh, look, I see you do all kinds of tricks, but this is too much. Oh, I see. A doubting Thomas, huh? Catch a fish for him, Blackstone. All right. Here goes. There. I got him. Why? Why, it's a goldfish. A live goldfish. What was I telling you? Take him, Rhoda. Put him in a bowl with the others. Help. I've got him. There. See, Don? There are five fish in this bowl now, and Blackstone caught them all. Well, catch another one, Blackstone. I'm going to keep my eyes on the bowl. All right. How do you like this one, Don? Great. Got another one. And you didn't take it from the bowl, either. Of course he didn't. He's doing aerial fishing. Well, how do you do it, Blackstone? Uh, uh, uh. No, no, Don. That's magic. Oh, you mean it's another of the magician's secrets that you won't explain. That's right. Well, it's quite a trick. It certainly is. Tell him about the time you used it to trap a thief, Blackstone. Well, there's a story connected with it? Yes, there is, Don. A Mrs. Fitzroyal asked me to perform at a party she was giving out at our country place. Rhoda and I got there a little early so we could run through the act. And after we were through the rehearsal, we were sitting out in the patio... There was a fishing pond in the center of the court, and Rhoda was tossing bits of food in. My, these fish are hungry. Look at the way they snap up these bits of bread. They're a rare species of carp, Rhoda, and they're kept hungry on purpose. Why? That seems sort of mean. As a matter of fact, it isn't. They're healthier when they're on the fish. Oh, admiring my oh. carp, Miss Green? Yes, I was, Mrs. Fitzroy. They're lovely. I'm very fond of them. They're rare variety. I'm Horston. Oh. Who are those men over there carrying that apparatus into the house? It looks like an X-ray machine. Somebody know? Oh, no. Nothing like that. Uh, they're testing my pearls. Testing your pearls? What do you mean? But a few years ago, my husband gave me a pearl necklace. And I never had it insured. Silly of me, I know, but my husband always attended to that sort of thing. If he died shortly after giving me the pearls, I, I just let it fly. But... What has an X-ray machine got to do with insuring your pearls? You're trying to find out if the pearls are real or cultured, isn't that it? Yes. A cultured pearl, Rhoda, is made by inserting a tiny bit of oyster shell into the oyster. The pearl forms around it. Under an X-ray machine, the bit of oyster shell will show up. Oh, and real pearls haven't got that little speck in the center. And that's right. I have no idea what my husband paid for the pearls. I always assumed they were real, but the insurance company 
want proof. Well, you can't blame them when you consider the difference in value. Mm, about $45,000, I believe. Ooh, that's some difference. It certainly is. Oh, Mrs. Fitzroy, we're ready now to make the test. Thank you, Benson. Miss Brent, my secretary, Benson. How do you do? How do you do? Mr. Gladstone, Miss Benson. How do you do, Mr. Gladstone? know you. Uh, would you be interested in watching the test, Miss Blackstone? Thank you very yeah. much. I'd love to. Well, let's go in, shall we? May I have the pearls, Mrs. Fitzgerald? Here you are. Oh, aren't they beautiful? I'll put them here under the machine. And now... If you'll turn out the lights, please, Miss Brent. The switch is over there by the door. Yeah. And, Mr. Blackstone, will you please draw the curtain? What a beautiful view of the patio. It seems a shame to draw the shade. Thank you. Now I'll put the pearls in this tiny spot of light. Oh, look. They're absolutely perfect. There isn't a single speck in any of them. Your husband was right, Mrs. Fitzroy. Those are genuine pearls. There's no mistake about that. But I'm hanging the light. Somebody grab the pearls. The pearls are gone. Lights, brother, turn on the lights. I'll open the curtain. Someone in this room has those pearls. Oh, they're gone. There's a man jumping over the patio wall. Who wants to go after him? Stay here. Call the servants and have them go after him. We must be searched. Jason, Stephen, come here. Somebody bumped into me as I was going over to the door to switch the lights on. I don't know who it was, but... But no one left the room, Rhoda. Somebody did bump into me, though, I swear. Someone could have entered the room after the lights went out, I suppose. Yeah, and stolen the pearls and made a getaway before the lights went back on. Uh, that man that Benton saw... Well, that doesn't bear out your theory, Mr. Blackstone. The servants are hunting the grounds now. They'll probably catch the fellow, too. Oh, Find Not a sign of him, and they've searched everywhere. I can't quite convince myself that there ever was such a fellow. I keep feeling we would have noticed the door opening. But we were so intent on looking at the pearls. True, true. We know that none of us stole them after that searching we all went through. Well, will you have a cup of tea, Mr. Dalton? Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, a sandwich? Thank you. You're supposed to eat that sandwich, Blackstone, and not feed it to the cart. Oh, I am sorry. I was thinking in... Ruth, I have it. Well, what do you mean? Get me that fishing rod from my equipment. Well, what under this... Hurry, one? hurry. Okay, oh, Lord. But I, I don't understand, Mr. Blackstone. You mean to have discovered who stole my necklace? Here you are, boss. Thank you. I'm going to do a trick for you, Mrs. Detroit. A very interesting trick. I'm afraid I'm not exactly in the mood for tricks, Mr. Blackstone. I think you'll enjoy this one. I'll twirl this fish line around my head like this. And then, presto, out of the air, I've hooked a magic car. What's oh, me? Rhoda, take this fish inside and show it to Mr. Fitzroyal under the X-ray machine. I'm going to get bent. I don't understand what you're driving at, Mr. Blackstone. I've found your pearls, Mr. Fitzroyal. But I'm afraid you'll have to choose between them... Or your golden car.
where were Mrs. Fitzroyal's pearls, Blackstone? I don't understand what you're driving at either. Do you remember that I absentmindedly started feeding bits of my sandwich to the cart? Yes, I remember. The cart that had been so ravenous a few minutes before wouldn't even nibble at the sandwich. They've eaten the pearls. What do you mean? It's just that. Benton had stolen the pearls out from under the X-ray machine, broken the cord they were strung on, and tossed them into the fish pond when he drew the curtain. And the fish were so hungry that they swallowed them. And under the X-ray machine, you could see the pearls? Exactly. But why Benton? Why did you suspect him? He was the only one of us who had a chance to get rid of the pearls before we were searched. I'll be darned. But how could you be sure that the carp had swallowed the pearls? You hadn't seen one of them under the X-ray machine. That was a long shot I had to take. But it was. certainly did. And there wasn't any other man? No. Benton bumped into Rhoda in the dark there, so that we'd think there had been another person in the room. And he was the only one who saw the stranger. Saw him in his imagination, of course. And anyway, there was no one else who would have stolen the pearls. Mrs. Fitzroyal wouldn't steal them from herself, and Blackstone and I certainly wouldn't. And so another mystery was solved by magic. I say, what's that glass of water doing there, Blackstone? Are you going to show us a trick with it? <laughs> in a way, yes. But uh, what I really need for the trick is an ice cube. Oh, here's a whole trailer. Oh, and a nice fat ice cube coming up. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, drop it in the glass, Rhoda. Oh, yeah. Notice that the glass is very nearly full, so the ice cube is floating almost at the top. Yes, I've noticed that. Why is it? Just to make the trick easier, if it's easy at all. Now, here's a piece of string about uh, eight inches long. Well, what are you going to do with it? Uh, just this. I set the string across the glass so that the string rests on the ice cube. With the end hanging over the sides of the glass? Yes. Now the trick is to take the end of the string and lift the ice cube right out of the glass. Well, how are you going to do that? You can't balance a cube of ice on the string. Oh, I know. Tie a loop in the string, make a lasso, and snag the ice cube. No, Rhoda. You're to leave the string just as it is. Then take the ends of it and lift the ice cube right out. Without touching the ice cube with your fingers? Yes. Study that one for a few minutes, Rhoda. If you don't get it, I'll be back to explain it. Oh, you better be back. This is impossible. Blackstone, make the impossible possible. You mean lift the ice cube with a piece of string? I mean just that, if you can do it. You think I can? Well... It's really very simple. Hand me that salt shaker, Rhoda. Well, what are you going to do, switch to another trip? No, I'm just going to sprinkle some salt on top of this ice cube. Like that. Well, what has salt got to do with it? Well, it speeds the melting of the ice. Oh, yeah, I can see that. And the string begins to sink into the ice. Give it a little time. Sometimes the more the better. Well, it's working very fast this time. There it is. What good does that do? Well, if you give the ice a few moments longer, it begins to harden again after the effect of the salt wears off. Oh, well, it's doing that right now. Oh, I see now. What is it, Rhoda? Why, the string is freezing itself into the ice. Mm, it's just about ready now, Rhoda. I take the ends of the string 
I lift them slowly. And the ice cube comes up with the string. Right out of the glass. And I put it here on the table. And the trick is done. I hope you like that trick, ladies and gentlemen. And now, until next time, this is Blackstone saying good magic and goodbye. Next time, when the world's greatest living magician, Blackstone, tells us the story of the curse of the yogi and explains more tricks that you yourself can perform. Listen in again to Blackstone, the world's greatest living magician. (laughs) 